Root beer. <clears throat> good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. <sighs> you know, I want to do like a new intro, but like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know what to do. And then like this one, I just I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. I don't, bag, I, don't Daniel. I don't like this. This is just. This isn't fun. Like whatever. This is a root beer special. We talk movies, TV shows, entertainment in general. You get it. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel, aka Clown Prince. Joining me today is Hasso in, in front of Nick because Nick didn't see this movie with us. He had to work. So I give him the day off. And then, uh, so yeah, so, um, man, that was a really bad intro. As I do, I never have a good one, to be honest with you. I don't have I don't have a good one. <laughs> sometimes I just want to wing it on the day. Sometimes I don't even want an intro. Sometimes I just want to just wing it, sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know, because, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Doing an intro feels so weird to me. I don't know why. Who's scripted? Like, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it feels scripted, but, like, Especially like when other people are around, like I don't know, like it just feels it just feels weird to me. It just feels so off. That's not me. I don't like to yeah. do things, or whatever. But this is the Ruby Special Podcast. Uh, so today we're talking about Black Widow, the movie. Uh, before that, want to mention because uh, we didn't mention this last week. I don't know how we missed this. Yeah, we're but, shitty uh, podcasters, dude. Yeah. We're and I remember shit at our this, job. I remember reading this right before it even started, and I still forgot about it. But a legend. And Richard Donner has passed away King. at the age of, how old is he, 91? Yeah. It's actually, like, I don't know, like, a lot, like, it's a very, it's a very long life. 90 years is a pretty long time. Not a lot of people get to get to 90 years. And then, like, this man just made some pretty good movies. Obviously, like, he's known for, like, the Superman movies, the Goonies, the Lethal Weapon movies. Like, he has, like, a shit ton of good movies. Uh, he di- he directed the first Superman movie. He did direct Superman two, but then they changed them up, and then he got his Donner cut. Which, I mean, the Snyder cut would have never been paved if you know Richard Donner was the Richard around. Donner maybe, cut. Maybe yeah. maybe it would have, but like I mean, he did get his cut of Superman two, and arguably, I hear it's better. I don't know. I've seen Superman two. I and haven't I think seen it's, it personally. I've seen Superman two, and I I think it's good. But like, I've seen the the direct like the director I forgot his name the ones that he does after it and i'm like yeah those movies are shit but superman well, superman fine. three four and yeah yeah those, we're like those are really bad they're dumb they're dumb dude so well, what a legend rest in peace richard donner um yeah it's very sad it's very it's very upsetting and uh he's you know he obviously pays you know and then he you know made you believe back then that a man could fly he made amazing movies and he you, you could tell he loved the superman stuff and, and stuff like that so like yeah obviously he paved the way for like other comic book movies like this one that we're about to talk about uh he is the godfather of comic book movie that's what i consider him you know what i mean is he i would say so yeah like without like, him we wouldn't have tim burton's batman and then we wouldn't have blade or x-men <laughs> or raimi's spider-man and we would have the, you see people it's a domino effect is Blade even good? Like, <laughs> like just well, the first that. two, not 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 the second one, not the third. No, the third one. The third one we pretend doesn't exist. I haven't seen Blade in so long. I think I've only seen the first one. I don't think I've seen the sequels. I remember the first one being really good, and I also remember it being really weird. Uh, it was the nineties, like late nineties, though. Weird time, interesting time. This uh, it's it's pre the Matrix. I hear though, is that right? Hold yeah, me, I think ninety. Yeah, let me don't, let me fact check myself before I spew out misinformation out here. Because I remember Matrix 98. is in 1999. Yeah, 98. so it was a year ahead. 98. 
Because I remember when I was younger, I saw The Matrix and I was like, this reminds me of Blade. When a lot of people would go and be like, Blade reminds me of The Matrix, but in, in actuality, this is first. Why am I talking about this? We're talking about we're talking about Black Widow. Yeah, um, yeah. we 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 uh, tang- we went off a tangent. So, recipes Richard on it. Uh, so Black Widow came out into the theaters. Uh, again, spoilers and non-spoilers that I usually do for these kinds of things, or at least that I try to do. And this one is really hard because there's a lot of big spoilers. I and I. I actually didn't think that it would matter because of like the state that this movie is in, but at the same exact time, people would just scream at you if you even say one thing about this movie. So, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try my best to do a spoiler and a non-spoiler about it. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll just get straight into the review. This might be eh, whatever. Let's do it. So, uh, first of all, this movie came out way too late. There's there's no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, it did. and a lot of people would go like oh well like covid covid like it's like this movie should have come out like four years ago that's how like that's how this Mm -hmm. movie feels and like like i don't know that that takes me out of the movie because of how late this feels i do have a theory of why it came out so late because a lot of people or some people think that this is just a movie that they just kind of threw out like you wanted a black widow movie here it is here you go i don't think it is and I'll, I'll get into a why i'll talk about it later but i have a i have a theory why and if people hear my theory a lot of people are going to be like yeah no shit dipshit but whatever i, I feel like i just say it so um uh, i wasn't very excited for this movie i did not Same. <laughs> really care um it just felt like something i just had to sit through because it just doesn't progress the story at all yeah aside from the post credit scene and after getting things like WandaVision, Falcon the Winter Soldier, and then we just finished Loki, I thought this was just something that I just wanted to get over with and move on. Like, it's just... It feels like filler whatever. material. You know what I mean? Yeah. That being said... It's, like it's just filler. That being said, I really liked it. I really, it was really good. I was actually surprised at how good it was to me. Um, I know a lot of people are indifferent to this movie. Watching this, dude. No, a lot of people are like, dragging this fucking movie to the mud which i don't think it deserves like there like yeah there are like some flaws but i'm like it wasn't that bad i had fun with it you know what i mean yeah so i had fun with it personally that's just my opinion so the mo- the story is black widow she's on the run after civil war while she's on the run she figures out that the organization who made her into black widow is still up and running as it goes to destroy so she recruits the family she does a fast and the furious stuff she does the family that i'm glad you said that we're reviewing another movie about familia like it's so funny yeah who who knew there's no corona in this movie though it sucks though there's vodka there's vodka but the russian they have they they need it (laughs) i actually want to take vodka shots in preparation of this movie who is banging on this okay sorry sorry if you hear that um I actually want to take vodka shots. I actually was I actually was thinking about it like the night that because because we saw it both in the theater, the night yeah. that I like whatever I actually wanted to go drive to like a liquor store and go buy some vodka just in like what in this movie I was all like vodka shots because they are they're it's really Russian as fuck. <laughs> a lot of people will say that's a spoiler and I will say fuck you. Um, <laughs> the movie feels like way I wouldn't say way darker but it's darker like it has I think it goes over some suggestive themes i guess yeah there's some things in here where i'm like wow okay you're really going with that but i mean like it's not it's not like it doesn't take you away this isn't as it's, different it's as like a lot of the new stuff. 
it's yeah. Disney dark. <laughs> yeah, and even then, like, I feel like a lot of the jokes that they've done, uh, Disney don't usually do these kinds of jokes, which is, I'm very surprised. I'll talk about one of them later. Mm. Uh, I feel, I think, I think who really makes this movie to me is a lot of the supporting characters. Um, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think the cast is really stellar. Yeah, you know I think I mean? it's really good. It, it was a, like, I feel like they had good chemistry. I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm digging this. Yeah, because like, we'd never seen them in the movie before. And then you just kind of have to like, make sure that they've had like years of history and they really do. They really sell it. Uh, the people that are really good in particular are Florence Pugh as Yelena and David Harbour yeah. as Red Guardian. Rachel Wise is also really good as Melania, but she doesn't really get much play. Well, he's yeah, not as I'm much like, as I yeah, thought she, she was. No, yeah, you're right. Like she's a, she's a good act, actor, but they don't like they're like, like her story plots like maybe like what like glanced over or they kind of just like all right we're good we're gonna like move forward you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she's she's not really much in. The, I mean, for what she is, she's really fun. I really like her, but, mm-hmm. like, she's just not, she's not, like, she doesn't get as much play as, say, the other characters, even not as much as David Harbour gets. Yeah. However, one character that everyone has a problem with is Taskmaster. Let me just say, actually, the villains are the weakest part of this movie. Yeah. These two. In particular, I know a lot of people, okay, well, okay, first of all. I'll, I'll talk more about Taskmaster in spoilers because there's, yeah. there's a whole ordeal with that. But the other villain, uh, I don't think it's a spoiler that I'm going to say it's Dracoff. And honestly, who cares? Yeah. Um, he's just very generic. Like, he's just, he honestly feels like a phase one villain. Nothing very, nothing too special about you know him. What? Yeah, this movie does feel like a phase one or two movie. Yeah, so like his, his kind of plot isn't, I don't know, it's not that good. But Taskmaster. All I can really say about it is that I don't mind the this particular interpretation of the character. However, I don't I don't feel as angry as a lot of people do. However, yeah, like, I do think Taskmaster is one of the most least compelling villains I've ever seen in a movie. Like in the we'll get to it in like the spoiler like for the context of the story, I understand why, but like Taskmaster doesn't really do much. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, a robotic villain, like, just has one job. Like, no, like, it, it sucks how Taskmaster doesn't get lines. Like, this, you know what I mean? Like, this movie, you just hear breathing from uh, Taskmaster and that's it. This movie just feels like a retread of the Winter Soldier. Like, it's basically that. But yeah, like, worse, they even, like, slightly. Uh, re- they recreate a scene from Winter Soldier when... Uh, Bucky shoots that like firearm that has like that magnetic disc that goes that goes underneath Fury's car. They do the same shit. It's oh, even yeah, in the, the trailers. So the... Don't fucking at me with the crossbow. They do the bow and arrow. They do the same shit. Now, Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU movie. That's like I love that movie. It's so good. God's here. And so that's probably why I like this so much because it just reminds me that it's not as good. I will say that it's mm-hmm. not as good as it, especially when it comes to the villains, but it's just, I don't know, there's a lot of retread, there's a lot of stuff. Um, the tone of the movie is not your typical MCU. I don't know why I said that, because it kind of is, but whatever. I feel a lot of the tension is very lackluster. I'll get yeah. to it in spoilers, but I feel like they try to impose tension on the wrong people. And I think people yeah. can already guess where I'm going with that. And then... Uh, Again, it's just way too late. I just find it very yeah. distracting. Like, when I'm watching this, I'm like, this happened. Like, okay, so 
Especially the post credit scene too. You know I what I mean? I don't usually like to um like watch reviews or listen to reviews like before I do my own because I like to have my own like mindset about it. But there's like there's a guy, his name oh I I mentioned before the cosmonaut. He mentioned that civil war happened like he mentioned during Civil War Barack Obama was still our president. We've had two presidents since. That's how long Civil War the was. War. So that this movie came out straight after. It's just like, wow, that's too long. Also, this movie is the perfect movie to come out after Civil War. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Even you could have placed this in, let's say, 2018. Because like it has like the problem with like Black Panther where it's like, oh, they're introduced. But it comes out after, like, Black Panther came out after Infinity War. But yeah. then his movie's, like, a prequel. Like, like, it's weird. Like, I feel like maybe, like, Doctor Strange could have gotten pushed back a little. And maybe in 2016, that year, you could have had Black Widow. Like, as soon as they wrap production on Civil War, just have that, like, ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say, though, from, like, watching the TV stuff, aside from Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm talking, like, Loki and WandaVision specifically. This is a very nice reset from all of that. Like from all like the cosmic shit. Yeah, because like all of that stuff is really good, and I'll get like we like we're gonna do Loki next week. But like like I really like all that stuff, and it's really cool. But like I don't know, like I kind of like it when they kind of go back. Like it's just yeah, a like, small like, contained little thing. Like this feels like like they ground. Like we're, I'm gonna talk about in the spoilers, but grounded. I'm putting air quotes. It's ground dead to an extent you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's we're watching like a spy movie but then it just like it becomes an mcu movie yeah it's kind it's of like i feel like I feel it's like, like falcon the winter soldier um <laughs> i wonder how i would have felt if phase four started with this movie oh it's such a weird because it was supposed dude. to start phase four but i don't know how i would have felt if it did i will say I though i like, would put it really high on a rankings list I feel like it would have been a good end to Phase Four because I it would have prov- no Phase Three because it it would have provided closure for like Natasha, you know what I mean? Especially like what happens at the post credit scene. Yeah, I could see that, but it doesn't really tackle that though. No, it doesn't. So uh, just just let's just do spoilers because uh, uh, whatever. Just, I really like this. Movie. No, like. It, it's it's hindering our ability to like break down the movie. Yeah, so let, let's just do spoilers. Uh, so right here, spoilers. I'm not waiting anymore. Let's just do it. So I guess uh, I guess to start off the spoilers, I have to talk about this. We're gonna let, everyone's complaining about Taskmaster, and I have to let's talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. So to start off, like I said, I don't hate it. I don't hate this interpretation. It just feels like. Taskmaster doesn't really do anything. And not that I really... I'm not going to pretend... I'm not Taskmaster's biggest fan. I honestly do not care. Yeah. Like, what you do with that character. Because he's not, like... Like, in the comics, he's not really, like, a character that, like... He's, like, the big bad of an Avengers kind of league team. There is... He has been, like, villains to, like, other superheroes. You know what I mean? And, like, there's, like, the interpretation, and I, this, this is going to be even worse. The Marvel's Avengers game, which I hear he does really good. In Spider-Man PS4, he's really good. I feel like there's a missed opportunity with him that they missed in this movie, but I'll talk about it. Um, 
like like obviously like if you were to give me a villain tier list, I mean there's not very there's not a lot of good ones in the MCU, but like he'd be I, or Taskmaster would be on the bottom. But the twist yeah. is is that Taskmaster is actually a woman when the comics Taskmaster is a man and that Tony she's Masters. Draca she's Draco's daughter. Uh first of all, I don't care that they gender swap Taskmaster. It honestly yeah. it it does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But and I actually Okay, so this is just me. I know a lot of people that didn't do this, but I figured they were going to do this even before I even saw this movie. Because like I I looked on like um I looked at the cast, right? And I was like the guy that plays like the weird uh like the guy that gets all their helicopters and stuff like that, that dude, that contract dude. If I'm like yeah. if that guy isn't Taskmaster, I'm fairly confident they're gonna gender swap her because there's no actor in this that makes me go like oh yeah a lot of people thought yelena was gonna be taskmaster and stuff like that i thought it was a clone of yelena or fucking natasha dude because the hairstyle they have her in like yeah. in the helmet i was like don't tell me it's a fucking clone but we were we were proven wrong obviously here's the thing um the twist i saw it coming like a mile away i think it like dude, if you, you really pay attention uh-huh. It's not that like they because they keep on talking about Dracol's daughter and it's, there's supposed to be like the mystery behind Taskmaster and then they keep mentioning Dracol's daughter and you're like oh so then it has to be Dracol's daughter then yeah it's not very hard like it's not it didn't surprise me at all like when it happened I was like yeah in the you movie theater I was all like yeah yeah you point at the screen I'm like oh shit but yeah like there's just there's just no. It, it, there's just no like I was just kind of like oh yeah whatever he, he like yeah mm-hmm. makes sense um and obviously like a lot of people were like maybe it was a I never thought it was the dude that like gives him the hell because like he gives Natasha the mail with the vials and then yeah like like he supply like he's her like hook up if she needs any supplies while she's on the run yeah you know? so like yeah taskmaster wouldn't have just given him the violence and then later on just go for them again he would like what like what would be the point of that so yeah so like it didn't surprise me um but like like i said like i don't really care for this character like he's never been like a villain to me that i'm all like oh my gosh he's so cool however i do like him as a villain like for the stuff that he has popped up and i'm like yeah that's pretty cool and he's like and if he's one of like your favorites, then I can see why you wouldn't like this. Yeah. Uh, I guess to give you a brief origin, Taskmaster was born like a gift that allowed him to physically mimic every opponent's fighting style and use it against them. So it, it would make them like it would make him hard to fight and blah blah blah. And you had to fight, you had to change up the things because he's a tricky bastard. Blah 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 blah. That's how he really is, and he does a lot of mercenary like work for hire. But, like, he's mainly a dude that, like, trains, like, thugs in order to fight the heroes and stuff like that. Which I think is the missed opportunity in this movie. Because they're, yeah. the whole shtick is the whole Red Room Widow thing or whatever. Yeah. So, I think, like, it would have made sense if Taskmaster, like, learned the abilities from all these people. And then, like, she then taught the other Widows that. I think widows. that's, like, the only yeah. missed opportunity. And then, there. like, the way they set up, like... Uh, Dracov's daughter, like how she just has a chip in her mind, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna talk probably talk about this later. How all the widows, I'm assuming, post Natasha's generation, are all mind controlled, including Yelena. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, like they established like she has like a chip in her head and then like she's still under that mind control. Yeah, there's like weird pheromone things. A lot of people were like sour, like really? That's realistic. It's in a world where like fucking a giant purple man destroyed half the universe. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I will say though, so like, yeah, like you said in the movie, she has like the chip to analyze her enemies' fighting styles and and to be the perfect mimic. However, they don't really do that. And I blame the MCU for this because everybody fights the same. It's the, the everyone has the same kung fu fights. The only thing that really differentiates like the heroes is their powers, really. But like like the people like Captain America and Winter Soldier and 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 Black Widow and all that, they basically all fight the same. There's not really anything different that they do. And so like them so the fighting styles that Taskmaster does doesn't like she doesn't really fight differently than anybody else and also like the mimic doesn't really work the only thing that taskmaster really like what the movie kind of portrays is that she's able to use other weapons that's basically it because it has like the like the hawkeye arrow she's like the black panther claws the shield she does like a black widow move like she mimics her on the the i think she even mimics spider-man on the oh yeah she's like like a grappling she does like yeah, and she like swings in the air. She does the I, I guess like she knife flip. That too. Like so, like that's basically it. Like she doesn't really fight like anything like that. And then Black Widow doesn't at all seem phased by her like at all. Like she doesn't ever really find her a threat because she just fights her however she would fight anybody else. And it's just kind of like, like what was the, like what was the, like they kind of just butchered that part. Yeah, like the first fight scene, and then like I want to talk about the fuck the fucking. I hate how the fights in this movie is like one two punch. We're gonna cut one two punch, odd camera yeah. angle, punch. Let's cut back. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you have movies like where these people are like trained fucking assassins, showcase that ability, and then with like Taskmaster, show Natasha, or like anyone who fights her, they have to think outside the box. Like, okay, how can I change up my moves? Because like this person's like countering everything i'm doing yeah because he's not really she's not really a threat she doesn't like blackwood never really seems like oh my gosh i need to do this like she and just, just fights her it's just even whatever. like a bridge fight when they're fighting taskmaster's still going for like the vials of like the ant like the mind control antidote like she'll throw the shield at natasha and like natasha's like what the fuck's happening and she just continues walking like it doesn't feel like oh shit like is she gonna like die get get hurt but like there's no tension in the fights. That's I just why feel, I find them. I just feel this was like a character that Kevin Feige said, like, I don't I don't know what the fuck to do with it. Just put him in a movie. Kind of like how mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen is in stupid Batman versus Superman. Where he's just like, I don't know what to do with it. Just, just fucking who, who cares or whatever. And yeah. again, like, it doesn't really bother me. But it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I could, I could see why people are angry. But like. This movie, like, I wasn't really writing on the fact that Taskmaster was in it. I was kind of like, cool, that's that's cool that they're putting him in there. But I wasn't like, whatever. And then and then she also knows how to fight with a sword, which I have no idea who the hell she learned that from. Maybe it's just a sword fighting thing, I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe she learned it from Lady Sif in Agents of Sealed, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, there's, there's not... And then Drakov is just your typical Russian bad guy. 
cares like he they, again it's just they're trying to winter soldier he's like the alexander pierce but at the same exact time he's just an evil dude and it's just it's just whatever like is the villains are just very like eh who cares and that's like really the, whole, the only like, problem i have with it because like fuck it i'm gonna like all right i'm gonna for taskmaster i'm gonna try to like add a little bit more onto this they like taskmaster's origin course like it's been uh hinted in the first avengers movie when tasha and loki are talking you remember that scene yes you showed it to me yeah are you talking, about, how, like, are you talking about taskmaster or are you talking about Drakeoff? no like no like they like set that up but then i understand like oh he's supposed to like basically like have his daughter be like this monster like they don't really do much with like anything they set up you know what i mean like that's well, like my problem with this movie like they don't do much with setup they're just like oh yeah i turned my daughter into a machine and like they just move on i mean yeah because like i don't think they like because at the avengers part yeah they're doing like weird cosmic stuff but they also were still like like oh i, I don't know already... if we're gonna go too crazy with this so they probably set that up so they wouldn't go too crazy and then well everybody responded very well to all the cosmic stuff. So they're like let's just do more of that stuff who gives a shit about this drake off the daughter crap yeah. Um, I mean, it's again like I don't, I honestly don't care like the, like those those two villains. I think they serve this movie well because it's not really about them. Really, it's supposed to be like like Black Widow and all this kind of stuff. It's it serves as like a passing of the torch kind of movie, and so it's just like you don't necessarily need them to begin. And a lot of people are like, oh well, they they like they just ruin this character. There's still room for them to do Taskmaster again. I don't think they will, but I'm just saying that, like... I mean, maybe they will, because she doesn't die at the end of this movie. She, she she survives, so, like... And then it's not really an ability, so it's a chip. So you can just give the chip to, like, a Tony Masters, and then you have your comic book version of Taskmaster, which, again, I don't think they'll do, but, like, you know, Marvel's really good at, like... Re- like bringing back like villains that everybody hated like they're doing the mandarin right this time around they're apparently abomination and shang chi apparently it's shang chi not shang chi i didn't know that um you know abomination looks you know like comic book so they're good at bringing like and you have like zemo and stuff like that so they're good at bringing them back and making them more comic booky but at the same exact time it's just kind of like i i honestly don't care if you ever bring this character back at all i don't know if they will Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I I don't know. Uh, I feel very bad for the uh, for the actress that played Taskmaster because she recently has said that she does want to come back to play this character again, but that she doesn't think that's gonna happen. And everybody and their mother hates her uh, yeah. for something that she didn't do. That's uh, very sad. Um, but like it, it, like again, it's just. I, I honestly really don't care what they do with this character. I don't care if they do it. Like, maybe they just did the to recycle. It, although, I do find it weird that if they didn't really want to do anything with this character, why did you keep her alive? That's what I kind of find crazy. Like, are you going to do something with her? character in the movie to begin with. Is she going to be an anti-hero? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, and I don't care. Because, um, again, this movie, I think, works because of the supporting characters and they're really good i think florence Pugh, as i guess she's the new black widow now honestly it feels like like i feel like this movie was set up for her 
You know what, what I mean? Somebody working on my roof. I don't know what that all that is, but uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you, I mean, uh, Yel- Yelena is a character in the comic books. Like we all know that, or whatever. But like, like I know what the fuck. Anyway, if you guys are hearing that, my fault. Um, because I didn't know somebody was working on my roof today. Um, but like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, she... Because, like, obviously, we're getting a lot of passing of the torches from, like, the original characters to, like, the new ones. So, we've gotten, like, obviously, Captain America to Sam, you know, or spoiler alert or whatever. And then you have, like, uh, I don't know who else. I mean, we're going to be getting, like, maybe Hawkeye to Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. We're probably going to get from Hulk to She-Hulk. We're going to be getting Thor to whoever the heck he's going to do unless Hulk stays... Or Thor stays or whatever. So, we're going to be getting, like... So we're seeing past the torches, like, here, like, you're the new Black Widow, you're the new Captain America, you're the new this, or whatever. So that's what I kind of felt from her. She is returning because um, of the post credit scene or whatever, but I really like her. I think she's really good. I like her I-don't-give-a-shit kind of attitude that she has in this movie. She's very sarcastic. As a man of sarcasm myself, I appreciate some sarcasm. Um, I don't... I like I I honestly really loved your character. I loved David Harbour as Red Guardian. I felt like this was a role that I was kind of like you kind of wasted him. You probably could have had him as like the thing or something. But like I like like I was saying that I think they probably did this cuz they're like maybe you might be Hellboy for the next couple of years and who knows. He's not because that movie was terrible. But uh he's really good as Red Guardian and I think, you know, he brings this like weird um Cause like his character is like really, his character is like he's very washed up and he's just like he's just yeah writing on the glory days of how he fought Captain America, which is a recurring joke in this that he did, even though there's a guy in the prison that says that he didn't. But I think he's telling the truth, and he fought a version of Captain America. Exactly, dude. I don't think he, I don't think it's the the Captain America. It could have been Isaiah Bradley. It could have been maybe when this dimension's Captain America. He just so happens to stumble upon him when he's going back to returning the stones. I think he's, you know, I think he's actually like he may have fought a version of him, or maybe he fought like a like a John Walker type. Not John Walker, but he fought like a guy posing as Captain America. We just don't know. I don't think he's lying when he says that. Because he seems pretty adamant that he did fight him. Yeah. And even Natasha's kind of like, I don't, I honestly don't know. He's never mentioned you. But maybe, like, maybe she, she like, did mention it. Maybe Captain America would be like, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to say that because I went back in time or some shit. But uh, I really like that part of his character. I think he's really funny. There's a weird joke in here, though, that he brings up. And then uh, Florence Pugh. I, I hear is improvised and it's a weird uh there's a joke about how the widows don't have a uterus and then yeah, the widows sterilized and then the and then the widows have like then she kind of got like that's such a gross joke and it's both funny and horrifying at the same exact time that is she's dead she dead ass says I got an involuntary hysterectomy so I can't get my period dipshit I think. I think that scene wouldn't have worked if it wasn't Florence Pugh because she really sells that scene. 
Like, she sells the sarcasm, like, how, like, oh, yeah, this happened. You fucking dumbass. Shouldn't you know this since you're a part of the Red Room and stuff like that? I think she's... She really sells that scene. I think it's really... I think and it's effectively, a really he, he, he fucking just let his daughters... I'm just gonna fucking call him her. His daughters just get trained. Even though later in the end, he expresses guilt for just letting them get uh, inducted into the Red Room to get trained and then all the shit that they have to go through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, we forgot to mention the opening of the movie. Uh, so it opens with like them as like a weird American family, which is, uh, which is I think it's really interesting because they're all spies and they're all like selling it like they're all like yeah we're we're this American like like they're not like uh, oh like behind the scenes we're Russian spies or whatever no like they're really selling it like they're really living this life that's very that's pretty cool. And then they go into like, a, and then they go into like this weird, I think the opening to it, like the opening credits, I think is really cool because, or not cool. It's actually really bad, but like, I don't know, like it, it's, it sets a good tone for the movie. That's what I mean. Like it's, how sets dark it's going to be, but then it kind of like falls back on that. Yeah. Cause you have like it's a, probably... you have like a, you have Smell you like Teen Spirit song, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually really like that cover of that song it's actually really good but yeah uh, they show how like little girls are essentially trafficked into like the red room yeah and then shows and like who's the fuck? then like they they show a hint or like imply that natasha knows what's gonna happen so she doesn't want like her little sister to like get involved with that you know what i mean yeah and uh which is both horrifying but it kind of sets up like why black widow is so like like why she's the way that she is and stuff like that. Ray Winstone is the guy that plays Dracoff. That's what yeah. I was about to say. And they show him whatever. And then I do like the opening where it's uh, her on the run from Thunderbolt Ross. And then she just fakes him out and is just like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, she's in, I think, Norway. And they think she's in, like, I think the U.S. Yeah. And, and she again, does, like, this some, like, spy shit. That was cool, though. I like that. And again, scenes like that just take me out though because that should have happened a long time ago and it's just like like i don't know like like the sokovia accords and all this kind of stuff like i thought we were way past this or whatever and then now you're coming back to it or whatever it's just really weird this movie is just really weird um i don't really know what to say about this like i think i think a lot of the jokes do land they this has this has like the typical MCU thing of like they put deflect, jokes that really bad. Deflected, uh, yeah, the deflect uh, at emotional parts. Yeah, I think they do that a little bit too God much. God fucking forbid an MC, MCU movie goes a little too dark or goes a little heavy on something, and they immediately just deflect. I I can't stand. I didn't like. I hated that. I hated. That. I'm gonna be real. I didn't like that at all. There's a couple of them that I like. Like, I like um. How I I don't know why I guess because it was just very natural like the one where David Harbour is trying to like talk to Florence Pugh and like have like a one to one conversation with her and then he just like cuts back to being just an asshole prick that wants to talk about his Red Guardian days mm-hmm. and also she she mentions that uh, Crimson she, Dynamo she, yeah that he's the Crimson Dynamo or like like why you, like she just messes up his name which makes me think that they're never gonna use the Crimson Dynamo ever in any movie oh, hey there's secret wars uh, armor wars they could do it armor wars 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because, like, Crimson Dynamo was actually supposed to come out in Iron Man 2. He was actually supposed to be in that scene where Whiplash is doing the shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, okay, we have, like, uh, again, that I think that character that keeps giving the the helicopters and all the stuff. To, I, I don't know his name. I forgot his name. But uh, I think his name is, like, Rick or something. But, like, that guy... I think he's really funny, and I like how, I think, like, they threw him in there to be kind of like, is he Taskmaster? But the entire time, he's not. And I think that, uh, I don't know, I just, I just really liked his character. I like his chemistry with, like, Black Widow. And then, I like it, like, how he even knows Florence Pugh or whatever. Oh, this girl's name is Olga. I'm sorry for butchered this name. Olga Lenko. She's the one that plays Taskmaster. I just now noticed that her name is... I, I guess I kind of forgot. I just now noticed that her name is Antonia. Antonia Drakeoff? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Antonia, which is Anthony, which is Tony, which is Tony Masters. That's very, oh, very clever. Oh, shit. Oh, you clever bastards at the screenwriter. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy crap, dude. That's... Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I just now noticed. I guess because, like, again, she doesn't say anything. I think she only says, like, maybe one line, and that's the line no, where she goes, No, all she like, does is just fucking breathe through the helmet. That's all you get. Any audible. No, but doesn't she ask her, like, is he gone or something? Like, when she's talking about her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, the only line she gets. Yeah, so she was aware of, like, what her dad was putting her through. Oh, yeah, she was, she was my control. Natasha she has that pheromone. Yeah, cause, and then Natasha still has that guilt of almost killing her. What do you think about his weird Russian helicarrier? Because that's exactly what the Red Room is. Dude, it's a Russian no, helicarrier. Honestly, I, that's like my problem. Like the third act, it's like, oh, it's like they meant like Yelena tells Natasha, like, oh, ever since you uh, killed, supposedly killed Drakeoff, he moves the Red Room around. And I'm like, maybe it's an underground base or somewhere. But no, it's this big old sky fortress, which, what the fuck? You know I kind of I mean? figured like, that it was mainly because I was like, we haven't seen her skydive yet. So I oh, think true. this yeah, might be a, so I'm like, I think this might be like a sky figure. And it was. And then he has like the weird like, like he's too smelly in that she smells like his fair mother. She's not allowed to do anything to him. And then she literally yeah, just Mal- breaks uh, her nose to just beat the shit out of this dude. Yeah, Melina tells her, we're all, like, we, like, I guess, I don't know. She explains to Natasha, like, the whole pheromones, and she's like, you have to sever your, sever the nerve. So Natasha's like, keep hitting me, dude. Like, you're a pussy, practically, until she finally has to, like, hit herself on the on the table just so she can, like, fight back. But would it have worked if she just closed her nose? No, because I think as soon as, like, you enter the room where, like, you're in... I don't know how pheromones work. I'm not a fucking expert on that. But because, Okay, like, I, I have to talk about this for a second. Because, like, let's just say she closed her nose, right? Let's say the mm-hmm. pheromones don't work. Or, like, or the pheromone still works even though you close your nose. Then that means that the pheromone would be going through your eyelids and your mouth. And at that time, then that means she shouldn't have broken her nose because if it's still going through the eyelids and the mouth. I don't know. I'm just... This is something that I just thought of just right now. Um... I'm reading on fucking pheromones right now because I'm like I know it's it's more common like insects and plants and stuff. I think you said incense. <laughs> In, insects. I can't talk today. My apologies. <laughs> but yeah, that's just that was kind of like yeah, that's really weird. Uh, I do like how 
even though they're not a family because they aren't they're like a weird spy they're kind of family, family. they're still like they still act like one and i think that's really mm-hmm. i thought that was really fun like when natasha's like slouching melina right is like don't, don't slouch it's back yeah. to your back and then like i i think that's really fun and then even like when they're arguing natasha brings in yelena and she's like okay hey, that's not fair that's true like sometimes when you're oh, yeah. arguing with family They'll bring you in. You're like, I didn't say anything to oh, them. Yeah. Fuck. Don't, don't drag me into your BS. I love that joke. This was so funny. I also like the running joke where, like, Black Widow does poses. Mm-hmm. And that Florence Pugh is just, like, disgusted that she does poses. And then, like, she even does a pose at the end. And she's just like, ugh, I don't Disgusting. know. Why did I just do that? I like I like that kind of... Um, I like that. I think that was really fun. Like, those scenes, I think, make this movie really fun. Yeah, like when uh fuck no fucking Florence Pugh, great actor, goddamn. The, when Natasha's telling him, okay, none of this was real. When she like just starts saying, no, it was to me, and she tells uh, Melina, you were my mom, and then later on she tells Red Guardian, like you were everything to me. Like that shit was like phenomenal. You know what I mean? That was yeah, because great, good she, acting on her part. Yeah, because it it really sells because in a way that god dang it, I'm sorry if you're hearing these uh um. I think computer. you're good. I don't hear anything, dude. No, no, it's not that. It's because uh, I remember I actually listened to like the the episode last week about Fast Nine, and mm-hmm. there's like these notifications that kept popping up on my computer, and I remember hearing it. Like I was like, God dang it, I heard it. So I'm sorry if you heard that, and that and it hurt. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I just think that's really fun. And then in a way, yeah, that is true because she, like, yeah, that was her family for like the longest period of time. And she mm. really didn't have anyone else. And I do like how she's kind of like, I had to reinvent it. And, you know, my parents live in Ohio and that you're a school teacher, blah, blah, blah. I like that. Uh, I like that joke. I mean, joke. I like that interaction. Now, when because her they and are Natasha sisters, just, kinda. Yeah. And then even Natasha at the end apologized to her and tells her, I should have gone back for you. And it was real to me. Like, yeah. those character moments, I'm like, I thought they were really well done, especially since both Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh are like they're Academy nominated, right? Yes. Hasn't Scar- jo- yeah, like, Scarlett Johansson has won one, hasn't she? Oh no, she yeah, didn't she, win it. But because I know what did she do this movie pre marriage story or post marriage story? Post. Do you know? Yeah, because like she like they I think they did a good job with what they were given. Mm-hmm. But I I bought their like their sister like on Natasha like she does say I should have gone back for you I'm like I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cast right now on Blackwood, and I keep saying Robert Downey Jr. He was not in this movie. He was name Originally, dropped. he was in a draft. They were going to put him, but they took him out. He was name-dropped in this movie, but I'm like, get this mm-hmm. fucker off my screen. Or was hinted to, like, they, like, even, I like when, uh, Yelena tells, uh, Natasha, she's like, you're still a killer, and then, oh, like, she's on the cover of magazines, but yeah. their people are calling this killer a hero. That and is that's kind of true. Like, even though, like, I think it also, like, adds to Natasha's, like, drive to, like, she wants to do better. She, like, hates uh, what she's done. And I think that does kind of, it does add to her, like, sacrifice in the endgame. Yeah. But, like, that's her, like, that's her ultimate way of, like, redeeming herself. Even though she took down the Red Room, she saved uh, the world a few times. It wasn't, like, enough for her. Yeah, sure. And then even, like, Iron Man, if you look at it, he's a pretty terrible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like Iron Man, Tony Stark. He sold weapons. He manipulated fucking Peter Parker to like help him out. Hulk and murders he, a lot of people. 
Yeah, like a lot of the heroes aren't really good people, but they, they try to redeem themselves. Yeah, and so I, I like that thing. But again, like what I say that before, that like a lot of the tension is on Yelena and Scarlett Johansson in this movie when it shouldn't be because we both know where those characters are going. Or at least I did. Like, I know Florence Pugh was going to come back. I, I honestly knew that because obviously, yeah. like, no, I, I like I said it. earlier, it's my it job feels to like know that. set up for her. It feels like set up for her. Yeah. And then and more of like a like like you said it's like Natasha like I'm like you can like in this movie you're like like even in like throughout the like the MCU timeline like we know what's gonna happen to her at the end. Yeah, and then so like I thought the tension should have been shifted towards Rachel Wise and David Harbour more because I actually did grow to like them and like I was like if they die I'm actually gonna be really upset, but they don't really do that like you never really feel scared there's the fight with taskmaster that t- that david harbour goes through where i'm all like this is where they're probably gonna kill him right and they don't and dude it sucks how like he's looking for like i'm assuming like he's looking for that big fight because like the way he's set up he wants to be like a superhero star especially like during like the soviet union where like where he mostly where he became like the super soldier for like the soviet union yeah. he thinks to him he's like i'm the star i'm like like what Captain America was to like America like in World War Two, that yeah. could have been his moment to like have like that big fight, but they immediately cut away, which and I thought was like nothing happens. Disappointing. Yeah, and, like he doesn't die. No one. Yeah, dies. then like they all get out. They all get out, and they all like they actually team up, or they don't team up with, it, but they take Taskmaster with them. Yeah, and then like the fight with Taskmaster, uh, like Melina solves it for him. Like she does like some, like those like uh, martial art like. Use my body to flip them, yeah. or like they get her into the cell, and they're like, "Oh, like, we're it's close. Let's just leave them here until Natasha has that guilt to let uh, her go." Like they should have at least had like the Rachel Wise David Harbour scene where like I forget what Fast and Furious it is, but it's when the Rock and Vin Diesel beat a big dude. That's how that fight should have went. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. They should have teamed up. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, other than that, like I don't. I can't really complain too much. Other than, like, again, like, it really just dis- distracts me how much this movie should have already come out. It's criminal that Black Widow hasn't had a movie yet. And, dude, I from what I've been researching, there's been a Black Widow movie since, well, in development since the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. When fucking Par- Lionsgate had this. Oh, and yeah. from reading fucking Avi Arad. <laughs> fucking, oh, yeah. fucking Avi fucking Avi is always he's always been there he's always been involved with uh, Marvel shit See, was in development that, okay so that's my theory of why this movie never came out because first of all this, I I think nah, this isn't set in stone or anything like that but I think this is an Ike Perlmutter thing if you don't know who Ike Perlmutter is he used to be the CEO of Marvel and a lot of this and he had like a lot of the sayings in these movies and stuff like that he stepped down in 2015, I think. Now, Ike Perlmutter is not a very good dude. Didn't he? Didn't he fucking beef with like? Did, wasn't there like behind the scenes drama with him and uh, Feige? I don't remember. I know Feige because... later on sidestepped him, but like I know he is not like he like I guess to kind of make like why do I think he's not a good person? He made like a comment saying that like. Black Panther and Captain Marvel are movies that will never make any money, and I think you could kind of see. Dude, why he's he even said like said shit against I think like Terrence Howard and uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah, he to, said uh, some, that you can basically re- like 
Yeah, he basically said that you can't... Replace because they look the same. Yeah, he yeah. said all black people look the same. Uh, and that's basically that. Uh, uh, he's also responsible for the Inhumans, which is terrible. Uh, yeah, he, that was I actually know. the movie that was supposed to come out. It never did. And then Kevin Feige did not want to make that movie. And so he convinced them to move it to a TV show. And they did. And it was bad. I only saw the first episode, but I could imagine the rest of the show was bad. And yeah, they, they just kind of threw that all in the bin. So he kind of sidestepped Ike Perlmutter. And again, he, he did step down in 2015. But I think he's the reason why we never got a Black Widow movie. Because he's kind of like, oh, Black Widow... She's never gonna sell anything. Like it's a, it's a woman actress. What what do you think you're gonna like? What do you think? Like you know what I mean? Like I think that's the Dude, reason why I we haven't gotten that. I don't. I don't understand how in 2010 we didn't get a Black Widow movie. Like a little bit after Iron Man two, but years ago we got the Elektra movie. Yeah, but it's like, a different studio. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like also they Elektra took gambles had a, on those. Also yeah, Elektra like, had a bigger on, part in Daredevil though. Yeah, but. Like what I'm trying to say is they took gambles on that, but they didn't say fuck it. Let's just do Black Widow, and, like see what happens. That's still a different company, and all, and obviously like they had what they were working with. Should a Ghost Rider came, movie came out before a Wonder Woman movie came out? Come on, but anyways, uh, like so yeah, that's why I think now a lot of people will be like, well, you stepped out in 2015. This movie, like Civil War came out in 2016. I think Kevin Feige already had like plans. I mean, obviously he was like way above like what the MC was supposed to be. So I think he couldn't squeeze this movie in. And so then he wanted to give this movie to, you know, Black, you know, Scarlett Johansson cuz obviously like she is a huge part of these movies. So I think he was just like this is this is your chance here you go and unfortunately because of like I think the I think as those circumstances I could be wrong, but I think because of those circumstances he had to make it like this. And yeah, like it's not it, it wasn't like the it's not the movie that I wish kind of came out, but like I mean, it's good that it's there. I guess you know, like I I do like Black Widow in these movies. I really like her. She's probably one of my favorite characters. And then I feel like this movie, movie didn't help us her out more because we learn how uh, she was taken away from her family, but her mother is like she has like her like like she's like her mom, or she's like she's like a fish, like she's ruthless, like she won't quit. But then you learn like, oh, Natasha's mom was killed because they were look. She was looking for her, mm-hmm. and I feel like that does add to like Natasha's character, like her drive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was like, I feel like they did a they did a good job like trying to like flesh her out, even though they it's too late. But it's I think, little, it, like, but I think late. because of the circumstances of what happened. Again, I don't know if this is true or not. That's just kind of like my theory. I think it's pretty good because Ike Perlmutter is a piece of shit guy. Uh, I. Th- think because of that they had to give it to this but i think kevin Feige was like you at least deserve a movie so let's give it to you and then he got you know kate shortland in there and she's she was honestly really good i like her i like her director kind of style there wasn't anything really wrong that i had with this movie they just i think the villains were very weak and i think this movie came out very late and a lot of people are saying that the story is really weak I have to disagree. I think the story is pretty strong. It's not the it's not the most compelling story think, I've ever read well, in my life. I, well, well, for me, it's just the third act and like the forced humor. Like they just went full. Like yeah, the action scenes were gonna be typical. Oh, the third act, big base, bam, bam, the end. Like I think that's where like it kind of like went downhill for me. But like the first two acts, I'm like, this is good. I like. I like. 
yeah i'm like i like where you're going with like how like natasha's like all right let's just go shut this shit down this is happening to like all these young girls and she knows like like through firsthand experience what it's like to be trained to the red room the uh, i'm gonna attack everyone here and i'm gonna say the only reason why you don't like this movie is because you let the taskmaster reveal ruin this movie for you i'm just i'm just gonna say it that's the reason why a lot of people don't like this movie is because the taskmaster reveal tricked you into thinking it's a bad movie again mm-hmm. the reveal is not that bad i mean it's pre- it's it's not accurate but like it's not as bad like it didn't ruin the movie for me it's like those people that like really didn't like the ralph boner thing in wandavision and they said that it was the worst series after that Dude, it's people not. are like comparing uh do you think the taskmaster and the mandarin uh iron man 3 twister like on equal levels or like you didn't like, really care for those it's like for me i didn't care back in 2013 about the mandarin twist i'm like oh it's weird but I get what you're doing for the context of the story. It's not that I don't like the Mandarin to this. I think it's stupid, but whatever. I think it's because I already wasn't liking that movie. And then mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of intrigued with this uh, Mandarin thing, even though I don't really care for this character. And then they kind of pull that off, and I'm kind of like, yeah, that kind of capped it off for me. Probably because I just wasn't already liking the movie. And then that yeah. twist, I just think it's so dumb. I don't like I I I think I could appreciate it now, but I don't think the twist is as good as it is, especially because you already are you're doing a mandarin. Mhm. And then and then what makes it worse is later on in that movie, uh Guy Pierce's character is like, "But I'm the mandarin." I'm like, "Uh-huh." But you're not though. Like neither of you are the mandarin though. Like it doesn't like, I understand he made, like, the Mandarin, like, this fucking myth, like, this terrorist. It's like, oh, this big threat to, like, America's national security. But then it gets, like, really cartoony, like, how you said how Guy appears. is like, I'm the Mandarin. And he has, like, the dragon tattoo on his back. Yeah, I thought that was like, very lame. It felt so, like, ham-fisted. Like, they were just like, oh, we don't know what to do with this character. Fuck it, Mandarin. It's weird because they're bringing him back. And then also, like, mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying that, like, Taskmaster can come back because they're actually doing a real Mandarin. But, like, at yeah. the same exact time, like, that twist is just kind of, like, is, like, like hindsight. Like, obviously, back then, I didn't know they were going to actually ever do the Mandarin. But that was back then when yeah. they couldn't really commit to villains. Like, because they were, like, maybe the Mandarin's too silly. Like, he has his, mm-hmm. he has the Ten Rings of Power. Like, no one's going to believe that. And, and then, then how they were know, already like, setting up the Infinity Stones, like, oh, another uh, plot device that has, like, objects that allow you power. You know what I mean? Well, I think, I don't, well, I don't think they were actually, I think they threw Thanos in there to kind of get, like, what, like, what do audience react to this? You know what I mean? Like, what do people think about this? Do people react well to it? If not, we're never doing Thanos because that's too silly. Because really, the they don't really... Avengers. Because they don't really go in, like, go full on, like, crazy until, I want to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that, like, they couldn't, they just, they, back then they just couldn't commit to any of this stuff. And it's just kind of like, don't hot potato this around now. Like, like, I was kind of like, the Mandarin just, eh, it's fine, whatever. Like, okay, that's kind of bad. And then you kind of like, but I'm the Mandarin. I'm like, all right, now you're making this worse now. And then now hindsight is 2020. I'm like, now that reveal is honestly way dumber than it really is. Because there is a real Mandarin. And there is a real Ten Rings. 
Anyways, we're not talking about this movie. We're talking. About, oh wait, what was the question? Like, if this was on the same. I don't. Yeah, was it on the same level? I don't think so. Because personally, I know why are we why are we talking about Iron Man three? I like that movie. I don't because it focuses on Tony Stark. I appreciate the stuff that they're doing. I think back then I wanted to see more Iron Man stuff. Yeah, and I didn't maybe get as an it. adult, like maybe like in like fucking like ten years, if we rewatch Black Widow, we're gonna be like, that's not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. I think I think the Mandarin twist is way out of left field. Like it just comes out of nowhere to me. And mm. I know it's kind of like, oh no, but it was it the did. plan. But like, it's just yeah. kind of like this guy is an idiot and he doesn't do anything. This one again. Double. What I was kind his of fucking name, uh, fucking Trevor Slattery. Trevor, Trevor, yeah, Trevor. It's like, and then even when Rhodey and Tony are confronting him, they're like, "Is this fucking like they're like, is this for real?" Like, yeah, I think that's like the, it's like the scriptwriters like knew what the audience was gonna think. Yeah. So they're like, let's just put it into the movies. Like, oh, like they're they're confused too. And this movie didn't feel like that, or at least that twist didn't feel like that. It didn't feel out of left field. It actually felt kind of natural that that was gonna like, happen. Like for me, I think the plot twist with Taskmaster, I feel like it fits what they're doing with the story. Yeah, it shows Natasha's like, like her violent past of like this being this fucking killer, and then how it ties into her mission in Budapest where she defect she defects to Shield. Like, I'm glad it does show, like, how Natasha's, like, her guilt and then, like, of all the horrible shit she's done. And then even uh, Red Guardian tells uh, her and uh, Yelena, I'm so proud of you girls for, like, all the shit you've done. Yeah. Even though, like, they're both killers, but then, oh, one became an Avenger, but she's still a killer at the end of the day. Now, I know most comic fans know who Taskmaster is. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't. Don't. And mm-hmm. then I think it's really funny. I guess because, like, I read this stuff. Like, I read comics and I read, like, lore and stuff like that. And people just become, like, lore enthusiasts, like, when they hear these names. Like, Mephisto, for example. Like, Mephisto, for example. Kang, we'll get into that. But stuff like that. So, like, it's just kind of, like, whatever. And, again, I really do feel bad for this actress. I feel like she mm-hmm. doesn't deserve... I feel like she, she deserves a second chance. Because she can be com- no, I mean, comic uh, Taskmaster. Maybe I mean, like, like when she comes back, she has like her her quippy little lines. Because that's what Taskmaster is. He's just a big quippy dude. Unless like she's recruited to the fucking Thunderbolts. They you know what that. I mean? They could do that. Hey, Marvel, take my, please take my ideas. I'll, I'll ha- gladly take all my fucking ideas. <laughs> I just think... I don't know. I just don't think it's as bad. And I think it does skew a lot of people's opinion about this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like the twist in Captain Marvel that I, Nick Fury got his eyes scratched oh, out by dude, a cat. No, yeah, like I agree with you. I thought that was so fucking dumb. But I, that's not the reason why I don't care for that movie. I don't think it's bad. I mm-hmm. just don't care for it's it. It's just for me. I I like Black Widow more than Captain Marvel. I do by miles. By miles, I I think because a we have the history with uh Black Widow, and then we want to see like okay what what they're gonna do with this movie. Yeah, and then the origin story for Captain Marvel—it's it's not necessary. She doesn't do much in Endgame anyway. I always she thought shows Captain, up. Captain Marvel what? is just a very badly written character in comics mm-hmm. and in movies. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like. I didn't really like. I'm like, okay, it's just it's just Captain Marvel for Black Widow. I'm like, I want to see what they're gonna do with this because a, 
we've all like wanted like her movie like 10 yeah. fucking years now she could have had a trilogy where they really flesh out her character and then throughout the other like the big team up movies the crimson so dynamo could have come out in there. yeah and then when she finally dies we're like oh we have the same reaction to did we did as like tony stark dying i yeah. feel like they could have done better like she just she she did deserve better she deserved more and like but that but those twists don't take me out of the way i already already mm-hmm. didn't really care for iron man 3 and then that twist kind of was kind of like ugh and then the yeah. Captain Marvel twist or whatever. The Ralph Boner thing, I know a lot of people would be like, that's a hypocrite thing that you like this thing. But at the same exact time, I just didn't expect Marvel to do anything with the X-Men. So I didn't expect them to do anything mm-hmm. with that character. No, I f- and then like I think we even said this in the WandaVision review. People's expectations. Yeah, please go listen to it. It's episode I for 20-something probably. People's expectations. Yeah, people's expectations like let their like... Uh, their judgment become askew. Yeah. Like you and me, we even said we went to this movie with like very little because it's 10 years too late and it's between two movies. So like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But then you and me, we were talking about it like on our way out to like the parking lot. We're like, this was really fun. We yeah. liked it. We enjoyed, like I had fun with it. You like, I do have like nitpicks. I think all my criticisms are nitpicks. I think yours too, but yeah. we had fun. Like we, we understand what they were going to do, what they were doing with the story. And the characters but i think like the actors and like, they all did a good job with they were written with what was written for them and yeah that's about it like i, I think that's all like i have to say about black widow i liked it and yeah i also think that if you didn't like this movie specifically for the very reason that taskmaster is a girl you really need to get it over. <laughs> you really need no, to get and over then, it. There's people on Twitter like Black, Black uh, Taskmaster is a girl. I'm like, who gives a fuck if she if Taskmaster has a penis or a fucking vagina, dude? Who gives a shit? I think I was. I think the thing that made me the angriest about Taskmaster again, I don't care about this character, but like, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, I wish she was a bit more like present. Yeah, or quippy. Like, you know, like, she's, like, taunting her the entire time. Yeah, like, that's how Taskmaster lo- is. I would have loved in, like, the bridge scene, uh, Taskmaster talk shit to Natasha. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you're, like, a famous Blackwood. Stuff like that just to give, like, her a little bit more personality. Yeah. But you could have given her, like, a learn. voice modulator, too, if you wanted to keep mm-hmm. that. You could have made it, like, thing. and then, like, they do you, when, like, uh, she breathes through the helmet. Like, yeah. it's, like, more, like, robotic. But I wish, like, she did talk and, like, threw a voice modulator. Yeah. And, like, maybe, like, throw some psychological jabs to Natasha. Like, like mess Arkham with Knight. her. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, I think that's, like, a good comparison. Like, it's Arkham Knight. Like, it's, like, okay, we get what you're doing. Yeah. Like, like get... it's all I think you need to, like, give her some lines. Give her a little bit of a personality. Yeah. But then, remember, there's, she's still mind-controlled. And she, and then she's self-aware like what she's doing. And she can't control what she's doing because like they show how a widow fights Natasha and Yelena dies. They show how like they're forced to like self-execute. Yeah, and I think like you know what I mean. She could have had like the Agatha Harkness thing where she's not like she doesn't have like a great plan or anything like that, but her personality really makes her memorable. Mm-hmm. And Taskmaster isn't memorable. I kind of just kind of was just like whatever. Who cares? Uh, let's talk about the post credits. I said there's two. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them again is very useless because they just show her getting the Quinjet, and that's the mm-hmm. one that she gets. She's like, "We're off to go. We're off to uh, Infinity War," 
And yeah, it's it. as a two-week time jump. Natasha's hair is dyed blonde and cut short. Oh, also, this shows her, like, this movie shows the origin of where she gets the vest. Uh huh. Yeah. And this isn't like solo thing, like solo, where it's like, how did Han Solo get his name and his blaster and his Chewie and all that kind of stuff. This is just like it's just a little nod. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, that that scene does nothing. It's just yeah. whatever. But the second scene is Yelena going to visit. Natasha's Natasha's grave grave. which we've never seen and presumably there is no body in that grave because oh yeah and then I even they noticed well there's like a detail they have on her tombstone daughter sister of Andrew but they don't give her like a date of birth or a date of death which is kind of weird I guess Um, because they really don't know and then her black widow symbols like engraved onto it yeah, I guess because that's how she's like most known as like that. Even but, though, like, I feel like they could have put like an Avenger logo for her, because she died as an Avenger compared to like an assassin. Yeah, but like if you think of like Tony Stark's death, they have his arc reactor as his thing. Yeah, the proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah, yeah which is so... a good callback to the first movie, that first Iron Man movie. So I guess, eh, I don't know. But the scene is uh, she's visited by Valen- Valentina. Who's in Falcon and mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier? This was actually supposed to be her first appearance. Yeah, that tripped me out because I remember, like months prior, we watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm like, oh yeah, this takes place. This was supposed to come out 2020, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out well before, I think it did, right? Yeah, and she basically the original dates. And she basically just tells her like, hey, why don't you go get the guy that killed your sister and she shows her a picture of Hawkeye and then they're like oh yeah so she's gonna be back in the Hawkeye series even though like I think a lot of us knew when they were, they were filming Hawkeye Florence Pugh was spotted I think in Atlanta yeah where they film a lot like the MCU shit and then like the rumors are she's gonna be like in a in a Ronin type suit yeah it's just like who like who oh. cares I mean obviously it's just gonna be yeah they fight for a bit and then they're friends yeah like you and me had a conversation where, like she's probably gonna be like in the very beginning of the show and she's gonna come back at the end to help him out, and then be like, "I forgive you," or maybe she doesn't forgive uh, Hawkeye, and then becomes a Thunderbolt or a Dark Avenger, whatever they're gonna build up to. Also, that's really weird on how like she says that Hawkeye killed her, because how do you know? Like you don't know what happened. Uh-huh. I feel like they would have like given statements to say, "All right, everyone on Earth, this is what happened." But Tony guess... Stark's dead. Black Widow's dead. That's it. But they, I guess they don't she like... just like twisted it. But like honestly, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like. It's honestly just a whatever scene because I again I know where this is going unless unless Florence Pugh kills Hawkeye. If she does that, yeah. I'm going to raise my hands and be like, yes, because who gives a shit about Hawkeye? Uh, Daniel, we gotta stop talking shit before we actually watch the damn show because look what they've been doing with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. The like, like Loki. But I like those characters. First- but no, think about it. like Loki could have been like, oh, look at the wacky adventures Loki goes on in time. But then we're like, oh shit, it sets up the next like set of movies. You know, you're spoiling like, this, Hasa. We're talking about that next week. This week we're talking about shit? Black Widow. People go on Twitter and find us. Who gives a fuck? We are talking about Black Widow, and at the same exact time, again, who cares about Hawkeye? He has a stupid haircut in the picture too. He has a dumb. He haircut. has his mohawk from. Endgame, god damn it. Yeah, and it's a stupid haircut. He looks ridiculous with that thing. Uh I don't care about Hawkeye. He's just he's just a whatever character. I actually thought he was gonna die in in Age of Ultron, I would have been good, but he didn't, and Quicksilver hey, died maybe instead. He should, 
but like maybe he should have died in Endgame, but Tony Stark's death overshadows like Natasha's death. So like I feel like whoever would have died in Endgame, they would have been overshadowed anyway. I just think it'd be very interesting if she killed Hawkeye. I, that's all I'm saying. Just to kind of just twist. And then your that's mind. how Kate Bishop becomes uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, and then like you don't, and then you're not like oh like uh you're you're not like oh yeah they're gonna do the typical like oh they're friends now or whatever you know you twist it and you just have her just straight up just murder him. <laughs> I don't know. I think that'd be very interesting. But at the same exact time, yeah, that's all that really does. It just teases that she's back, and that's really it. Yeah, uh, and then they set up. Then they set up Valentina like setting up her team. Oh, we see later on she recruits John Walker. So I guess it's Dark oh, Avengers. Or it could be the yeah, Thunderbolts. You already got your Black Widow. Your even though she I think she deserves the, like to be like the official Black Widow. I think you know she I mean? might actually be. I think she might be like, You're lying to me because Hawkeye did yeah, no. Here, here, here's the high, here's how it's gonna go on Hawkeye. They're gonna fight a little bit. Uh, Yelena's gonna do something to Kate Bishop where she can't jump in to help Hawkeye. She's gonna have like the killing blow, and then they're gonna have like she's like, No, you don't understand. She sacrificed herself, and then blah blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's how it's gonna go. She kills Hawkeye, um, but and then she and then she finds the, the flash drive Hawkeye's been saving that has all the data, or, <laughs> like BB, yeah, 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 or. She finds the Taskmaster flash drive and she just uses it on her. Not a stupid thing. Anyways, um, uh, <laughs> oh but yeah, that that's that's basically it. And it doesn't like it's just kind of like whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, like in the Dark Avengers, she has like Abomination if she wants. She has Zemo. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But and then uh, how like supposedly like this is gonna set up Captain America four, where like oh yeah. I guess like they could do like an Avengers v Avengers movie since like because isn't Valentina Madame Hydra? Yeah, that too. Or maybe she's trying to like kill off like the old Avengers, to, like well, the ones that are barely build. alive. Yeah, like, because like the only ones that are really there are Hawkeye and Hulk. Yeah, like and like it sucks. We don't have Thor. like we can't get a new Hawkeye through Bullseye. Now maybe you can. Who knows? I mean, you may never know true or you could do like uh i mean yeah but also who cares about hawkeye just kill him who cares um he's the only one that would know but anyways i really like this movie i thought it was good how would you rate it if you were to rate it i think in the mcu i'd rate it like a six out of ten but like as a movie on its whole i give it like an eight out of ten i think i just give it a flat out seven really it's yeah. It's there's. I saw a meme of where it's the Petro Pascal one from uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. He's like, it could be, it's good, but it can be better. I, I think it's better than Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh, by the story is more fucking coherent. But no, like there are like some like creative decisions I would change. But other than that, I'm like, this was good. I it was fun. I I'm gonna reiterate this. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie that. Would you say, Daniel, it's worth to the $30 plus on Disney Plus or go see in the theater? I think it's cheaper to go see in the theater. Like, well, I don't know why you yes. want to pay 30 bucks for it on Disney Plus. And then you don't own it. I think it's just cheaper mm, to go then, to a theater. But it's making bank on Disney Plus, apparently. Well, yeah, I, I, I can see why. Because obviously, I mean, let's be real. They should have just dropped it for free on Disney Plus. They shouldn't have 
Okay. I understand why they didn't, but they should have just done it. Because yeah. honestly, who cares? This could have been just like a like a television movie on Disney Plus. Or like, a Disney Plus show, or a Disney Plus show like I pitched to you. Yeah. But I but I I don't know. I think it's I think it's good. I think uh, what do I recommend people to see it? Yeah. Yes, because I think the performances alone are a lot to have fun mm-hmm. with. But yeah. as like a whole, not really. You're not you're not gonna be lost. Like you're because not, you don't watch this movie, you won't know. Yeah. Unless you watch Hawkeye really and then Florence P kills Hawkeye, then yeah, you'll probably want to watch this. Daniel, how do you even know she's gonna just yeet Hawkeye? She killed no fuck him, I'm calling it now. She's gonna kill him with his own bow. His own bow and arrow. I think she's gonna kill him with a Ronin sword. Anyways, uh Oh true. Or she throws or she fucking tosses him off a fucking cliff, dude. <laughs> or she makes fun of his haircut and he just he retires and he runs away. Crying. She Hawk says, I fucking dies, dude. Like you have a stupid haircut and she's just like Okay, fine, let me go. Like whatever but uh, yeah, whatever. Uh yeah. Eight out of ten. I really liked it. I think it's good. Um not necessary, but I really like it. Uh, going to the next segment is what's the noise is where we talk about stuff that we're doing, watching, whatever. I haven't been doing much, honestly. Uh, me, me, me too, dude. <laughs> the uh, same I, as last week, essentially. I watched the Bad Batch today. Uh, it's fine. A lot of people are complaining about this show, and it's typical Star Wars fans don't get too angry about this kind of stuff. Um, don't worry, Marvel fans, DC fans, Star Wars fans, any fans—they don't know what they want. But Star Wars fans are like so bad. Like I, I actually want to do an episode on talking about everyone's complaints about the sequels and the prequels. I'm gonna say this right now, and a lot of Star Wars fans are gonna hate me for saying this. Go for it. I really like the sequel movies, and I like them better than the prequel movies. What you like, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and the what, Daniel? Okay, I don't like Rise of Skywalker. I don't think that's a good movie. (laughs) I don't think that's very good, but. Yeah, I do like Legend of Jedi, and I do like Force Awakens. Now, granted, my favorite movie is a prequel movie, it's Revenge of the Sith, but that's everybody's favorite movie. Oh, the but third one, yeah. <laughs> I think Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace, they, people have heard me say this, I think they are so bad. They're so bad, and they're so boring. Like, if you don't yeah, like the sequels, and but you don't like the sequels, but you think that, like... like Let's just say you hated the prequels because everybody did. Like, let's just say you hated the prequels and then you watch the sequels and you go like, oh, maybe the prequels aren't so bad. You're stupid. Like, those are actually like, like, if you don't like both of them, cool. Like, I respect that or whatever. But if you just don't like the sequel or that you like the prequels just despite the sequels, you're wrong. That's all I got to tell you. You're very wrong. They're awful movies. They're boring they're just awful. Revenge of the Sith is the only good one. Even then, that one's kind of boring. It just has some really good moments in it. What do you... Okay, I'm going to... Because I know you're a Star Wars fan. What do you think is the best Star Wars movie? Is it... It's Empire. Uh, the Empire, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, it's Empire. <laughs> There's no question about it. It's Empire. That's the best movie. Yeah, I like Revenge of the Sith. I like Revenge of the Sith because uh, that's what I grew up with. And I think it's really mm-hmm. good. But Empire be- is obviously the best one. Let's be real. The Empire Strikes Back is like the unit of measurement of like sequels. How like yeah. people like people will say this is our Empire Strikes Back. We're like it's. I think like it did a good job showing like you can improve upon it. Like add on to like the first movie. 
yeah but excel like i'm gonna say like the dark knight is the empire strikes back of like the fucking nolan trilogy shrek 2 is the empire strikes back of the shrek yeah movies. exactly spider-man 2 is the empire strikes back of the raimi trilogy and yeah well, this is a good sequel what are some banger fucking sequels that's actually a very rare thing sequels aren't very good um, yeah, like that's that's why people call them the Empire Strikes Back of sequels. Winter Soldier is the Termi- Empire Strikes Back. Terminator Strike Two, Terminator Two is pretty fucking bang banging. That is true. Rocky Two is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if I like it better than the first one though. But yeah, actually, I do because Rocky wins, I guess. Anyways, like I I just think it's bad and like the Bad Batch. I know a lot of people are complaining about it. I think it's fine. I don't think it's mm-hmm. the best thing in the world. Like, I actually, there's a lot of things about it. I think I'm going to do an episode on it one day, but I don't think it's the best. And then... Who do you, uh, and has Nick been watching The Bad Batch? Maybe you guys can do that. Yeah, I think we talked about it on an episode a while ago. That we were, How, we were I, I want to hear you guys talk about it. He he, he kind of liked it. He's not, too, he's not too into it. Neither am I. I'm not very into it, but there's not a lot going on. You like, guys are Loki just watching just it for finished. curiosity. Yeah, Loki's not, like, Loki just finished and... I'm like I'm just like what do I watch now? What do I watch? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to watch because, like Loki, like just really that took me out a lot. Oh, I saw Jupiter. I saw Jupiter's Legacy. I'm one episode away from finishing it. Dude, it's been how much months since that show came out? It's like honestly, I don't I don't mind that show. A lot of people don't like it. I haven't read the source material, but I I really. I think that show could have gone somewhere, and it's very sad that it canceled it. But, of course, I have a tradition. Whenever my parents leave the house, I watch it, I drink, and I try to see if I can keep up with it, even though I'm drinking. And the answer is yes. I still know all the story beats to that show. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I haven't really done I haven't done much. Oh, I played a bunch of Apex yeah. games because Season 10 is going to come out. And... Uh, uh, when season ten drops, um, it, we're gonna get a ranked uh, arenas mode. So, just been playing Dude, a lot of arenas. We all gotta hop onto that shit together. Yeah. So since this is a ranked mode, I've just been playing a bunch of arenas. Also, the new map came out for arenas, so I've been playing a lot of that. Uh-huh. Oh, I I bought. I don't know why I bought this. To be honest with you, this is a big waste of money. I bought Super Mario 3D All Stars. I don't know why I bought it. Oh, dude, I bought it. I touched. I think Sunshine. Haven't played it since. I played it's, it's Super Mario sixty four, and I just told myself I'll play this on the plane next week. Yeah, and then like a lot of the Switch games I have, I'm like, I'll get to you soon. Like of those three <laughs> games that are on there, my favorite's Galaxy. But it's dumb how they didn't add Galaxy two. Because I think it would have been like like. A majority of this thing is just a galaxy thing, but I, I don't really. I haven't played Galaxy. I'm to, surprised you're saying one. you actually like the Mario single player games. Me? Yeah. Yeah, like, I do no, like them. Not a lot of, not a lot of people uh, like the single player Mario games. Like I really enjoyed Odyssey. And I, well, my um, 3DS, okay. I used to play 3D World all the time. I I played 64 like at, like my friend's house a long time ago. And then I played Sunshine once on my cousin's GameCube, and it was fine, from what I remember. Yeah. 
And then I really liked Galaxy because that's when I had my Wii and the Wii was amazing back then. And I really liked Galaxy. I never played the second one. I think mm-hmm. Odyssey's really good. I think 3D World is it's just Mario, I guess. It's not there's nothing much there's not there's not there's not much to it, but yeah, I, I, I like the Mario games. That's why I bought this. Like I was like, eh. I I, I mainly bought it just to have it. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of my Switch games too I have just because I can. Yeah. And like when I see Switch games like twenty dollars off, I'm like, I'll buy it. Because yeah, I'm <laughs> like Switch games never go on sale, dude. I I, I want to like one day collect like a bunch of like old systems, but like I don't know, I don't see myself getting an N64 anytime soon. So, is the next best thing? Yeah, especially because they're like fucking expensive, and then like as like well, I would say like the cartridge consoles will last longer because they don't have moving parts compared to like a PS2. Yeah. But like one day, like all those systems are gonna fucking die. The cartridges are gonna. I saw the batteries will run out. And I'm yeah, never I'll getting tr- rid of it. Treasure it because the disc drive might not even work, dude. Because that's like a big problem with PS2 is like their uh, think, readers will b- break on you. I think I booted it up like a year ago, and I remember it worked. And I tried to play mm-hmm. a game on it, and my the game was scratched. And I remember like I remember hating this moment. Like when you get that screen that like you like you know the the screen like they're not reading the the disc because the disc it's anymore, yeah. And I remember like you feeling awful like oh yeah, like, I, I, yeah I can't like, believe that just happened. I have like a platinum GameCube right, and I had like Sonic Adventure Two Battle, but it's like all fucked up because it's like secondhand from a pawn shop. Yeah, the game would work, and one like years ago I played it. Like I'm like I want to see if this works. It would say it would start up and say disc error, like the disc error, and I'm like, "Oh, this sucks, dude." Have you seen that post where I I think it's a guy whose grandparents gave him like a min condition like GameCube, thinking that it was a new system, and I was like, "How the hell did you get a min condition GameCube and it was cheap, dude? I don't understand that." Hold on, let me check GameCube on fucking uh, eBay. Maybe it's not as expensive as I think it is, but I thought it would be. On GameCube, I see one right now that says Nintendo GameCube Black Console tested and working for seventy-two dollars. No, there's no, 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 the Indigo purple. There's an Indigo purple one from Canada. It's like one hundred four to like one thirty-nine. No, then never mind then. Yeah, there's like one that says console plus controller plus five games for fourteen ninety-nine. Okay, that's kind of sus. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I think it okay. varies between sellers. I think if it's a mint condition one, I think it's also a lot of price value. But I guess a lot of people just don't know how much those things really cost. And dude, I don't know why I get so ticked off when I buy like games secondhand when they're like the cases are beat up. I'm like, can you at least take care of your shit? Like Battle for Bikini Bottom, the original game is still sixty bucks, and really? I think that really? is awful. Yeah, because I remember when I actually when I booted up my PlayStation 2, I remember going, I think I want to buy Battle for Bikini. Yeah. Uh, I think I want to buy Battle for Bikini Bottle when I, before I play the, like, the, the rehydrated one. And I remember I, mm-hmm. I went on there and it was 60 bucks and I was like, I ain't paying that much for that. Dude, like, there's one I'm looking right now on eBay that's a SpongeBob SquarePants, the Battle for Bikini Bottle, GameCube 2004 sealed. And it is sealed, dude. Uh-huh. How much is it? Yeah, I can... A hundred dollars. See, it's more than the GameCube, dude. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and there's some that are like, beat the fuck up. Holy shit. 
The XO Games in Cielo, in Cielo sells it, and they also sell it for 60 bucks. Which dude, did that store about. close down? I don't think so. I thought it was still there. Because no. last time I was there, dude, I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, that sucks. The last I like time, that store. The last time I was there to get my phone, like my new phone Case. to get a to get a the uh-huh. ghost armor on it, it was still up and running. But oh, okay. that was like okay. May. Because so, I think I, I went there around June, like the beginning of June, so I had to go yeah. buy some clothes. And I'm like, I don't see that game. I was probably in the wrong section of the fucking mall because I remember I was like, all right, I have to get in and out of this place. I hope not because I think that's a very – I really like it because they, they do sell like a lot of retro games and stuff like that. A lot of stuff yeah. that you probably couldn't get like a lot of. And they have Dude, a lot of good I, stuff there. When I was growing up, I knew some kid. He, stored, he had like a shit ton of video games like the GameCube and like – Guess how he would store them? Guess how he would store the games? This would pi- this is gonna piss you off, dude. Did he stack the discs on each other? No. Because Imagine getting a big, a big uh, con- Tupperware container esque, and like just the loose disc just thrown in there, dude. Oh. And then like he would shuffle through them, and I like I remember specifically grabbing Spider-Man Two, and seeing the back scratches as like a little kid, even like. As an adult now, I'm anal retentive about my games. Like I get pissed off if I, if I scratch something. Yeah. And thinking, why? Like, I used to do that as a this... kid too. I used to stack the discs on top of each other because I didn't care back then, and now I just... yeah. And I lost Dude, no, so I... many good games. I lost as, as a kid, Ultimate Spider-Man, and I loved that game. Yeah, like as a kid, I was anal retentive. Even now, like I've been told, like, oh, you always took care of your stuff, but like. It bothers me, like, to, like this is like fifteen years later. I'm like, why would you like not take care of your fucking games? Like, these won't last uh, long. Yeah, especially because they're like, especially those mini discs, fucking oh, yeah. Nintendo and their god awful thought process for like anti piracy. I'm like, why? Nintendo has never just, done like, anything good. Like, they do stuff great, but they never, there's dude, never a hundred percent. They like, they always Switch fuck up at something. Like the Switch OLED, I'm like, this should have been dropped in 2017. Even the Switch, like, like the online system is atrocious. It's garbage. And dude, and then how party chat uh, stuff, like, just use Discord. You have to dude. use your phone. That's, that's fucking. That's dumb. And then yeah. how like Steam announced their like portable console that's oh, like yeah, a PC. Yeah. I'm like, what are you fucking doing, Nintendo? <laughs> We're like, I understand people are like, Nintendo's all about the games. I'm like, yeah, but, like, you can have a fucking good game. But, like, if they were to, like, put a little bit more power into their systems, the games can be better. I think a 4K thing would work. But I think I don't like the arguments of people saying that, like, third-party support is never going to be on there because of that they don't have a 4K support. And I'm all like. Yeah, like, I've heard, like, stories how, like, uh, panic button developers who, like, port, like, the Doom games on there. Yeah. Or like desperately squeezing as much Apex as they too. could. They did the yeah. Apex they're desperately squeezing. They're squeezing the shit out of that lemon just to like make those systems like those games run on the Switch. But like when I Which hear that, when I hear that argument, I'm like, not really because there's not really like Call of Duty is not on there. Like they put a lot of mm-hmm. old shit on there. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not like yeah, you but act now, like, like they put like new third party games on there like, when they don't. Look at the consoles now, like the PS4 and Xbox Series X. They're 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 I would consider like starter like mid tier PCs. Yeah. And then like now like the Switch is like a generation behind, so it's like oh like how is Nintendo gonna compete with that? That's just me though. 
That's just me. I don't think they are competing because Nintendo's have always Nintendo has always done their thing their way. Yeah. Like the Wii is very different from the PS3 and the it's, Xbox. Dude, the Wii is a game. The two GameCubes had a baby. That's it. I love the Wii. That ne- never disrespect my Wii like that again. Have the you Wii have you failure. beaten have you beaten Matt on boxing? Of course, I've beaten Matt on boxing. It. <laughs> It t- have you beat him in tennis? Have you beat him in fencing? Have you beat him in the Wii Sports Resort with the sword fights? Have you? Yes, I have beat him in f- sword fights, and I have beat him in tennis. I didn't <laughs> beat him in basketball, but that's because I didn't Golfing. like the basketball game. Oh, baseball, huh? I think I did beat him in gamer. baseball. I think I did beat him in baseball because I was really into that baseball one. I played baseball mm-hmm. in high school. That's why, I like, I did beat Matt. It it took a lot out of me, but the work is done, Hasan. Awesome. Nearly, I am exactly inevitable. Nearly. Dude, I remember as a kid, I was like sick with the cold, and then like, I don't know why I was like, I'm gonna play Wii boxing. I'm like, why would I do that as a kid? I don't know. That's a pretty good workout, know. to be honest with you. I'm psychotic. I, yeah, dude, I was so fucking skinny as a kid. Maybe because I would play the Wii. That was like my only console. And I would play a lot of games that would require, like, the nunchuck combo. They, they really need to and put then, these like, games on the Switch. And, and then, like, you could do they can just do it with the fucking Joy-Cons. And I would just, like, play, like, I think Sonic Unleashed had, like, the... I would use, like, the nunchuck and Wii Remote combo. Yeah. So I would just throw combos out there. And I would stand up as I would get, like, more, like, into the game. Yeah, I was, I was a fucking weird kid with my consoles, dude. Actually, I just remember something. I did watch something. I watched the Resident Evil series. You was it? What you like? Did you like about it? It was fine. Uh, it, it's, it, it was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was like great or anything like that. I thought it was way too short. But I think it's just the Dude, animation yeah. cost. Yeah, and then like, it's it was probably being produced during the pandemic too. Yeah, so I thought it was fine. I mean, it's your generic like, Resident Evil. Story. I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun little Resident Evil show, especially since like the franchise is gonna turn twenty five this year. Yeah, and then the reboot movie is gonna come out, which I really want to see because they haven't shown any scene at all. Especially since Resident Evil is has took a very weird departure since seven and now eight. Yeah. So like it 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 was like I I'm not gonna say that it was bad. I just thought it was just like yeah okay this is this was nice. I'm still trying to like wrap my mind with the Resident Evil how we went from zombies to uh Las Plagas all the parasite to. Roboros in Resident Evil Five, and then Mold, and then like vampires. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's it's just wild, dude. Oh, the think, Resident Evil franchise is wild. I always say that I think they did that because, like, I think if they kept saying zombies, people wouldn't people wouldn't care as much. I don't know because I think zombies are kind of like yeah, generic. We gotta <laughs> like we gotta like we, we. There's a lot of stuff. There's Walking Dead. There's Army of the Dead. There's Shaun of the Dead. There's Dawn of the Dead. We get we get the zombies to kind of we get we get the we get the zombie shtick now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. What have you been doing? Not the same. Not much. I think the same as last week, dude. I did watch because I posted on my fucking stories Daredevil. the 2003 Daredevil, which I was I was watching John Wick on TV because I'm like, fuck, what's after, what's next? And I see like sci-fi, and they're saying Daredevil next. I'm like, no fucking way. Let's. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Let's do it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I honestly loved that movie when I was a kid. It, it was my favorite yeah, me movie too. as a kid. I used to watch that my, movie so much. My mom told me, she was like, I thought you didn't like that as a kid. I'm like, I fucking did. And then, I think like Daredevil and Spider-Man were like my first like two first like superheroes I liked. Yeah, because I remember I had like a DVD with like the old school 
Spider-Man animated series, and then there was the Daredevil it's, crossover. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And then when I saw a no, movie, I, I was like, nice. I thought fucking Daredevil was cool because of, like the red suit. Yeah. And then the fact that he's like kind of like he's red Batman, but not really. Yeah, he uh, he has like then, unique like, power. He's blind. Uh-huh. And then like I like how his like his religion's tied into it. I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I, I vibed with Daredevil for like a long time. And then with the Netflix show, I'm like, yes, he's top one of my favorite superheroes. Now that movie is not good. Mm-mm. It's 2003 as fuck. But I really mm-hmm. like Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. Dude, that was good casting, dude. And, and I love and then it's cool. Colin uh, Farrell as Bullseye. I think oh, he's my- so good. He's so over the top and like he, he chews up the scenery. Like there's like the scene where he kills Electra's dad. And he's like, ah, and he like points to the bullseye thing on his head. And then yeah. like he flips his coat, his like leather, his snakeskin coat, and they like play rattle snakes. Oh, yeah, the rattlesnake thing. Like, I like what how the he, fuck is happening? I like how he kills that dude with like little pin. Like he paper breaks clips. apart a, a paper clip. He just fucking kills him. And I'm like, I, lo- I don't know. I just think he's so good. In that. And then like it, it sucks. They hint like when he's talking to uh, De- uh, Kingpin about like he's like, but I want a costume. I'm trying to mimic Colin Farrell's accent. I'm like, dude, I would have loved to see Colin Farrell and like. A bullseye costume. He just chews all the scenes in that thing. Uh huh. And then, like, when him and Daredevil are fighting in the church, he breaks the stained glass window and, like, catches all the pieces of glass. That is such a stupid scene. And, and then I love it. he throws them at Daredevil. And then, like, Daredevil does backflips and then, like, he uses his billy club to, like, collect them. And then, like, he makes, like, he looks at them, even though he should be blind. He should just, it's, it's whatever, though. It's, I love that movie. It's a guilty pleasure. It's, been it's a, fun. And then they, it's been a long time since I've seen it. And then they play Bring Me to Life in the Electra's training scene where she kills sandbags. Oh, so good. Evanescence is so good. And then, like, then, then like they do, like, uh, for me, like, I think the one problem with that movie, besides everything. And everything, really, you mean, like. They, they throw too much Daredevil into it. They're like, here's Bullseye. Here's fucking kingpin here's the death of electra and then oh she's alive and then they do her see her spit off it's like okay it was too much for me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but overall it's a it's a good moment in time pre-mcu post x-men post raimi because it came out post some actual that, like, good stuff yeah like like the raimi like it came out like a year before the raimi movie which is like it's like you like you piggyback you they try like fucking fox is like how can we capitalize on that fucking daredevil he's street level he's dark he's gritty That's they so put good. him in a leather suit and they're like let's just do it and then yeah it's a it's a moment in time that i appreciate in like the comic book film media i think it's very ironic how ben affleck said the only reason why he did that movie is because he'll never play batman and then he became fucking batman <laughs> and he hated it <laughs> Yeah, I haven't. There's a director's cut of it, which I haven't seen, but I heard apparently it's like better than like what we got. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've I've seen it. It's fine. It only it's adds a like a couple scenes, and it's, it's a... just like it's just it's whatever. It's not as good as like the ultimate edition of like BVS. Uh huh. It's just it's just more Daredevil is basically what it is. Yeah. From what I remember, I've yeah, seen it in a while. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. That's what I'm gonna say. It's a it's a ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all about. I haven't been doing much, dude, honestly. And I've been like working on stuff on my own, like what I've showed you this past week. But yeah, that's about it. Hmm. Nice. Then yeah. uh, 
then I guess I'll just wrap up the show. Anyways. Oh, well, we did watch and talked about Loki, which we will talk about next week. Yeah, I'll get into that next week, which is really there's good. There's so much to say. There's so much to tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so uh, much thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what we're doing, um, subscribe on iTunes and this is Nick's bit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, just subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review, please. If you if you really like listening to us complain about a a Black Widow movie and also a Fast and the Furious movie, listen to it. It happened last week. And the next week we're gonna do and Loki. Check out other reviews fun. on other MCU projects such as WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we've also reviewed Zack Snyder's Justice League and we've reviewed Godzilla vs Kong. Please go watch those and give us some support. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It's been, I, I actually, I, I'm drawing a blank. I'm so sorry. I forgot what he, I forgot this what Nick Rupert said. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. We also it. did, we also did Army of the Dead. Um, yeah, this uh-huh. is a special podcast. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>